Okay, we're learning Daf Lamed. Uh, we're starting from the Mishnah, almost halfway down here on the Amud. So that we start with the concept that we quoted before, which is a Ishmaqalech on Azir Saviv. That a, 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 a literally a man, but here we mean a son. A son can use the funds that his father had dedicated towards his Nazir. So you have a father, he had dedicated funds for his Naziris. The father passes on. So now the son can come along and inherit those monies. It's like a Kedusha, it's a unique halacha, that the son can, can inherit what, what is Hakdish, what is, is dedicated toward a Karbanas of Nazir, and use it for his own. But that doesn't work for a woman. If the woman, a daughter, had been accepted Nazir, she cannot... Um, literally shave her head, but it means, you know, bringing the concluding karbanas using her father's money. Ketzad, how is this? What exactly is the case? We're going to start with the cases where the, where the son cannot use the funds of his father, and then we'll give a case where he could. So it says, Misha Uvavim Nazirim, if he was already a Nazir and his father was a Nazir at the same time. So meaning, the son had been in the Kabbalah Nazir simultaneously with the father sometime and overlapped with him. And his father had set aside money, unspecified type of money, and then he passed on. So in this scenario, the son was Makabal in his eros before his father passed away. So Amar Biosi, Harelu Yuplunadava, in that case, the funds do not go to the son. In that case, the sons go the, the money goes Lunadava. Again, whenever I have I have Maostumim, which are not needed, what is the din? They go Lunadava, they go for the voluntary offerings that the community brings whenever the Mizbeach is empty. So in that scenario, it goes on the Dov and This one does not use the money for his father's Naziris funds. It doesn't work like that. In other words, here, the Kabbalah's Naziris was before this whole story happened that his father died. So once he accepted, the person was Makabal Naziris, and then they have to bring from regular funds. There's no halacha that you're able to inherit later after your Makabal Naziris from the father, inherit money and use that. That you cannot do. So then what is the case? What is the case of someone who, who, who does the end? The end process using his father's Nazir's funds. The case is Misha Avin Nazar. His father was only a Nazar, only his father. Very much was most of him. The father set aside the money for his Nazir's and then he died. And now the son is saying, after the death of his father, Harini Nazir, I will be Nazir. Almanaz, I condition that I will cut my hair using my father's funds. So in that scenario, the son was Makabal the Nazir's only with a condition that he would be allowed to use those funds. So here, the, the Kabbalah's Nazir's is after his father's death. The son is being recoupled specifically, uniquely, on condition that he's going to be using those funds. So there we say, This is the only case where we say that he could shave using his father's, uh, using his father's funds. Okay, so now we start off just trying to understand the basic idea here, which was that if the father had money, which were unspecified, that it could go to his son. So, so this is a very interesting uh, halacha. And the reason why it's interesting is for two reasons. But the main reason is that we learned back a few dafim ago that there's a whole din of carbon of local carbon of it. That generally the halacha is when a person is high of a carbon, you can't take it from another source. You can't take it from a father. There's no inheritance of a carbon like that. You know, the, both of them had sin, let's say. You don't say, even if it was the same sin and the father left money for his carbon, that it could go to the son. So all this whole halacha is uniquely by Naziris. So the more wants to know my time and what's the reason, how does that work? <clears throat> the other reason why it's very interesting is because the Mo's were really in a state of Yippel and Udava. When the father passed away and he had these Mo's Dumim, the din that was Chal on the money at that point was Yippel and Udava. It's really interesting that when the, the son goes and he's Makabal and Aziris at that point, 
on condition that he could use the money, that then the money passes him. It is a fascinating thing that that's, he has the ability to do that. So the Gemara says, my time, what is the reason? How do we know that this works? And therefore, you know, don't, don't overthink it. It's an exception to the law of Karbanu. It's an exception to the Yippel and Dava will go to the sun. Fine. So the Gemara said over here, now we're going to analyze what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said it only works for a son, but it doesn't work for a daughter. So the Gemara says, Pshita, that seems obvious. It doesn't seem like that's something that's a novelty that the Mishnah has to point out. Why? My Lamebra, what's the reason to say it? To Ben Yorish is off the Baslo. A son only inherits, but a daughter does not inherit. So what's interesting is that the Gemara is jumping all over this as a din of inheritance. So basically, what we're saying is, is that if it's clearly a din of inheritance, a daughter doesn't inherit. So if a daughter doesn't inherit, we know Parshish Pinchas only a son, a son will inherit. But the daughter does not inherit. So clearly all the money is going to go to the boy. The money is not going to go to the girl. So the girl is not going to get it. So of course she's not going to be able to use the funds for her Naziris. So the Gemara, the Gemara explains, It's necessary for a case where there was only a daughter. Right? And what's the halacha? When there's daughters and no sons, then the sons do inherit him. Right? That's the whole story with Slavcha. So you may have said that Allah Sinai spoke about Yarshin. In other words, let's say that Allah Sinai said that it's a din in Yerusha, so you would say, so then if it's a daughter who happens to be the Yerush, then she could bring the Karbanas using her father's funds. It's not unique to being a son versus being a daughter. It's a din in being a Yerush. So normally you're right. The daughter is not going to inherit if there's a son. But if it is an area where there's no sons, therefore the daughter is inheriting. So you would say that she could, in fact, inherit the money and use it. That's why Allah Hashem had to tell us that no, that a daughter cannot use the father's funds even if she does, in fact, inherit them. So that's where it's getting very interesting. Even where there is a possibility of Yerusha, but a daughter does not have that. And again, don't overthink that. That's all part of the Allah Hamashim So now the Gemara wants to know, In other words, we have Rabbi Yosef in the Mishnah. We want to know. We don't see necessarily that we have anyone who's disputing Rabbi Yosef. Do we know that there's anyone who's arguing on Rabbi Yosef? Is there a dispute or is there not a dispute? If we say that since it suggested that it's Rabbi Yossi, the implication is that there in fact is another town out there who disagrees. At what point do they disagree? Are they arguing in the beginning or Asif on the end? What does that mean in the beginning? The beginning was when the son and the father were in Nazar together, then he cannot use his father's funds. The end was that if it was only Mikabal and Aziris after the death of his father on condition that he would take the money, then he could use the father's sons. That's what Rabbi Yossi had, a beginning and an end. Now, if we assume that there's a Rabbanan Warcholik, the Rabbanan might be arguing on the Risha. They might hold that even where the son was overlapped, his Naziris with the father, that still he could inherit the money and use it for his Naziris. That's one way to understand what the Rabbanan could disagree on, or they could disagree with the Seifa. They might say that you cannot have the son using the money from the father, even if he was only Mechabal Naziris, after the death of the father. So there's, there's really two different ways of disagreeing with Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi is making a split in the world of the son inheriting his father's unspecified most and for his karbanos. Rabbi Yossi is making a split between whether there was an overlap in the Naziris of the son and the father, in which case he cannot inherit, and if there was no overlap, in which case he could. What would, if there is a Rabban and War Cholik, what do they disagree on? So the Gemara says, Tashma, we could resolve it from the price. What is the case where we say a son can shave his head using the father's Naziris money? Misha of Nazir, his father was a Nazir for His father set aside money for the Naziris and he died. And the son then said, I'm a Nazir on condition I can shave my head using my father's money. This is the only case 
where you could you could finish your Naziris with the father's money. Avo, however, someone and him and his father were both Nazirim together. And it doesn't go to the son, rather it's Yupalunidava to the base of Mekdash. Divre Rabbi These are the words of Rabbi Yosi. Now, here's the key part. Here's what we need. Rabbi Lezer for Rabbi Meir for Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi and Rabbi Yudah all say, Zehu If this is the case still, where someone shaves using his father's money. In other words, the Rabbanon are arguing on the first part of Rabbi Yosi. Rabbi Yosi is saying that if the father and the son overlap in the Naziris, then the son does not use the money. That was Rabbi Yossi's point. That's where these other times, no, the Rabbanon disagree. The Rabbanon say that he could use the money even if there was an overlap. So the Rabbanon actually have a broader application of the Allah of than Rabbi Yossi. According to Rabbi Yossi, it's limited only to a case where the son was Makavon Nazir after the passing of the father. And the son said, I'm Makavon Nazir only on condition that uh, I'm going to use those monies. The Rabbanon disagree. The Rabbanon say it's a broader halacha even if there was an overlap between the father and the son. Myself, the father passes away and he leaves most, most to him, they always go to the son. All right, now we're going to learn a bunch of different she'elot, different, different she'elot that are posed here about the nature of this halacha. Okay, because it's based upon Yerusha, it's based upon inheriting, but we already saw it. So it's a bit of an, of an anomaly because we saw that even if it's a daughter and there's no sons, she can't use it. So, what's the halacha if there were two Nazirim sons? In other words, according to Rabbi Yossi, the case has to be two of them were Makabal Nazirs after the father died. According to Rabbanan, it would be they were both Nazirim while the father were alive. So the basically, we want to know what happens if there's two people. Hilchas Vagimiyalan, do we say it's a special Allah that has nothing, <coughs> has nothing to do with the laws of inheritance? In other words, normally when there's inheritance, there are two brothers, you divide it 50 50. Here, maybe. Although it's obviously based upon being a son, but it's not the regular norms of inheritance. It's not like a regular din of Yerusha. It's a unique halacha that his son can use his father's money. If so, whichever the brothers is the first one to go shave, so he's the one who could use all the money. Meaning, let's say, you know, one was Makabal, his Nazir is a day earlier than the other. So then he's going to have his shaving process will be done a day earlier. So he'll go and use all the money and say, tough luck on the other brother. Maybe the halacha is based upon the dinam of inheritance. So if it's based upon the, the dinam of inheritance, it therefore would only be a half. Now, obviously, even when we're saying it, it's inheritance, it can only be divided between Nazir. The, the inheritance is specifically targeted that you're going to you go and use the money towards bringing the Kamaras Nazir. But what we're saying is that perhaps if there are two Nazirim at the time, even if one's time to bring his carbonus comes before the other. He's not going to take all of it and leave his brother and leave his brother empty-handed. No, it's, since it works with the with the with the dinam of Yerusha, so we'll say that it should be split 50-50. So the Gemara does not resolve that question. Going forward, we're going to look at this. Remember, we know we know the halacha of Bukhar. Bukhar Yarshin's an extra amount, right? He has a double portion. So we divide it as if there's, you know, an extra an extra brother and he takes two of those portions. So Bai Rava, Bukhar Bajamai. Let's say one of the sons is a firstborn and the other is a regular ordinary son, what's the halacha? How are they going to divide it? So it's a really, this is as an intim salomar. Even if you're going to resolve in the previous case, they split it evenly, we're still going to want to know what happens here when there's a firstborn son. Do I say, that is different than the regular rules of inheritance. The firstborn here doesn't shave according to what he would take in the general inheritance. Meaning, even if he's entitled to take from the general inheritance, he takes a double portion. That doesn't mean he takes a double portion from the ma'os stumim. So let's say if there's one other brother, he gets only half as opposed to getting two-thirds. And his other brother will get half. You could say it's different. It's not based upon the regular norms of Yerusha. 
Maybe we should look at Lamosh Messina as working through the laws of inheritance. Just as you take a double share from all the inheritance, that's why you're going to shave your head in the same way. And you'll say that the double portion he's entitled to would be um, in this case as well. So therefore, this one other brother, he'll take two thirds of the money and the other brother will only take a third. Continues. Now, Robert, so Robert explains it a little bit more now. He's concluding his question. Our question of the Bukhara Pasha, if he takes a double portion or not from the money. But he explains it a little bit more. If you're going to tell me that it's like the laws of inheritance, and therefore it makes sense, they should take from the most dumim, he should be taking a, uh, a, a, a double share. So, so if, you, if you may say that, in other words, just to explain what the Gemara is going back to, we're going back to Rabbah's first question. Rabbah first wanted to know if there were two brothers. Forget about a Bukhara and a Pasha. Just like two brothers... And the question was, does the, who, who gets the money? Do we say split because there's two Nazirim? Or do we say no, whoever goes to shave first? Then we moved on to the question of Bukhar and Pasha, if one is a firstborn. So Rav, Rav is concluding his question of the firstborn. Even if you're going to tell me when there's two regular sons. That it's like the law of inheritance, where the two brothers share it equally, it's still possible that the firstborn does not have a double share. In other words, that's the point that requires beer. If we're going to say it's like inheritance, so if there's two brothers, they split it 50-50 even though one might be shaving first, you see it's like inheritance. New, so what's the welcome to clarify if, if a Bukhar should get Pishnaim? Of course he should. If it works through inheritance, it works through inheritance. So Rav explains himself. He says, no, even if you're going to tell me that it works through the channels of, of Yerusha and you take 50-50 if there's two brothers, I could say, there's a very interesting twist. The din that a Bukhar gets Pishnaim, it doesn't mean from all assets. It means from the assets that are non-consecrated items, but things that are, are consecrated items, so then there's no din of Pishnayim. So if so, there's no din of Pishnayim, so even though it's working through the channels of Yerusha, but the din, the din of Yerusha that the Bukhar gets Pishnayim only, only applies to unconsecrated things. Once you're acquiring it to go shave your head, so, so it's like you're, you're being Kone, we don't really care. In other words, you acquire it through Yerusha, it's a normal law, we're not going to make a difference between what's regular property, what's consecrated property, it all will work through the regular channels of Yerusha, and if a Bukhar gets Pishnayim, then he'll get Pishnayim. All right, so the Gemara doesn't resolve these questions. Now we're going to move to another point. We've been saying that if the father dies, he leaves the unspecified money, then it goes to the son. Because so the, the son's makabah is a Nazir as well. Says the Gemara, Nazir, Nazir But if they were a different type of Nazir. Remember, we learned about, in the beginning of the Masechah, a Nazir Olam. A Nazir Olam is a permanent Nazir, where it never comes off, and he only shaves for once or 12 months, but he's a Nazir for a lifetime. And, 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 and he's a regular Nazir. So it's a different type. Does it pass then, or let's say the inverse. Aviv, Maybe the father was a standard Nazir and he was a permanent Nazir. My, what's the halacha? What would the din be? Now the Rishonim say that the truth is that we can wonder if, let's say, they were both permanent Nazir. Right? The question is, maybe the halacha Mishmishinah doesn't apply to permanent ones. Maybe the halacha Mishmishinah is only applicable to regular Nazir. The halacha didn't distinguish. The halacha just said a form of a Nazir. Even if you're going to conclude here that it does go, it is inherited because that's at least both the father and the son have the same sort of shaving process, meaning they both are completing an Aziris of a Tahara. They didn't become Tame, and therefore the, the Karbanos are the same. So let them let the money pass. One was a Nazar Olam, one was a not. What's the difference? But, but and last question, by Yeravashi, Let's say his father was a Nazar who became Tame. So the Karbanos that he... He, he'd, he'd been he'd allocated the funds for were different types of carbonos. They were the carbonos that are right, the chatas, the ola, and the asham, where the, where the funds were supposed to go for that. Now again, they were most tumim, so it didn't specify those things, but they were most tumim of a nazir who was 
who was financing his carbonos for, for Toma. So now what's the halakha of Hu Nazir Tar? But the son is a regular Nazir who, who did not become Tami. He was just finishing up in his ears and bringing the regular carbonos of Khatas. In, sh- in that case, the Abba didn't, did, did not mafris uh, for Korbanot because, because he, never, he never stops his uh, well, Nazirut. Well, what happens is that the Nazir Tami has to bring carbonos in order to restart his count. So what happened was the father became Tameh and he's, you know, he's waiting the wheat to become tar. And then at the end, he designates money for those carbonos that the Nazar Tameh brings. Like, like Eov did for his sons at Shema. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, so this is more direct. The Nazar Tameh has to actually do it. So now he set aside money for the carbonos of the Nazar who becomes Tameh. And now he passed on. The monies are still sitting here. They haven't been used. Now the Quran wants to know, are they carbonos of Nazar, which are subject to Allah, which is, you know, that they go to the son, or do we say they're different carbonos? Or the opposite. Let's say, of Nazar Tar, who Nazar Tameh. The father was a Nazar Tar. He had designated money for the concluding carbonos. And now the son, he passed on, he didn't use them. And the son became Tameh, and he wants to use the money for the carbonos of the Nazar for Tameh. My, what's the halacha? And the Gemara says, take, now, there's a whole question here in the Rishonim, if the, perhaps, the only, even though the Gemara is wondering if you could use it, it's only on the Kabbanos which are the same. Both the Nazar Tameh and the Nazar Tar bring a Chathas and an Ola. Asham is very different than Shlama. They're Pasha a different carbon. And Nazar Tameh brings an Asham, Nazar Tar brings a Shlama. The Chathas and Ola thing is the same. So some Rishonim say that the whole Shiloh is only concerning here for the Chathas and the Ola, that they both have, they, they both have the same. But there's no tzad that they could, that they could, um, they, they, that they could bring the carbon, which is different for them. Another point is that the chadas ola of nazar tami is a bird, and the chadas ola of nazar tar is an animal. That's another point. But lemaya said the gemara holds that it's both, uh, both the same shein kedusha. So perhaps it could, or no? Maybe the Allah is only when it was the same form of nazirs that the carbonos were being brought for. And the gemara finishes off. Take we let these questions stand.